All right. Welcome to the Monday Night Hammer presented by For Fantasy Sake QC, also presented by the Mobile Party Experience. Um, for Fantasy Sake QC, the one and only source for fantasy football knowledge in the Quad Cities. I'm joined by Michael Sicoli. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Michael underscore underscore Sicoli. And of course, my name is Nick at run underscore the underscore Sims on Twitter. And we're coming off a week, a weekend actually, where um, I'm no longer on the market. I actually got engaged this weekend. So pretty excited. The I biggest know, uh, winner of the weekend, Nick Roll. Yeah. Yeah, I got crushed everywhere else, but uh, but um, <laughs> but I actually uh, had uh, booked a win in the real life in the real life uh, streets. So uh, share the story. Yeah, she share said the yes. story. Yeah, so um, I, I run all these numbers and I spend all this time like being so detailed oriented with like spreadsheets and stuff. But when it comes to some of the real life common sense stuff, I might I might fall short every now and again. Uh, this was a, a case where. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with the ring, so I uh, put it in my backpack and kind of basically carried it around with me everywhere because I live in a smaller apartment with my now fiance, and uh, there's just not a whole lot of places to hide things. So um, I thought about a couple different spots. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a, a moving target. I'm, I'm going to be hard to, to keep a hold of because I'm just the ring will be everywhere. And uh, not a great idea. So for, for those of you younger uh, bachelors out there listening to this, it's, that was not a good idea because we were at another wedding she was in. She needed some Advil from, from – uh, she know I had some in my backpack, no. and, and she saw it about two weeks ago. So, um, yeah, I kind of buried the lead there. But she really, oh, uh, Nick. She, she really had to, had to uh, pr- pretend like she didn't know what was coming for two weeks Uh but it ended up being a, a surprise because I had a bunch of our friends meet us up there. But yeah, she as soon as as soon as she said yes, and we kind of we started talking about, it, she's like, I have a confession to make. I, I found the ring two weeks ago, and she found it twice actually because then I I was oh. like, I need to stop <laughs> carrying this thing around. And then she goes looking for it and she tries it on and all this stuff. So pretty funny, uh, uh, pretty cool story. Uh, yeah. I mean, at that point. It's just it was just great to be there with family and friends and stuff. So all that all that matters. All that matters is the answer, man. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now good you got a good story out of it. Yeah, good story. Yeah, good time. So I, I didn't watch a whole lot of the games, so I'm gonna be leaning on the spreadsheets even more than than I normally do, and uh, also uh, tapping you in whenever we we need we need a film breakdown. Um, but yeah, Long super hand. excited. Let's uh, let's hop right into it. We got uh, unfortunately lots of injuries, some some really important pieces in fantasy. Um, Kareem Hunt, which was just due for a massive massive workload in the next few weeks with Nick Chubb out came in banged up himself and uh he actually didn't last this whole game um he's gonna miss a few weeks with a calf injury um who's the guy to pick up there uh is it De- De- Ernest Johnson or De- Demet- Demetric Felton um who's gonna who's gonna slot in so you know for everyone listening that goes who the hell did he just say uh, Dearness Johnson is the guy, is the incumbent. He was on this roster last year as a third, as a, as the third string. He's been primarily a special teamer, just a gunner, uh, nothing special. Um, but Dearness Johnson will shoulder the load. He will get the carries and this is still going to be a run first team. This team is not going to switch up its identity just because his top two guys are down. He's going to get the rock, but in full PPR leagues, Demetri Felton is a playable option. Um, I have him in my lineup right now, not by choice, but um, by a 
multitude of bye weeks and injuries, Demetrius Felton is a start for me. Um, and it's week seven. There are a lot of teams on bye this week. Off the time ahead, I think it's like eight. It's something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. So um, this is if um, I'm going to tilt a little bit for for the for the for, for the listeners here. If I wasn't like one in six because I have AJ Brown and Calvin Ridley, like these are the weeks where like zero RB crushes because you have that extra receiver or even two to fill in and your team is not really. And then plus, if you played the the running back injuries the right way so far, you probably have a couple serviceable options um, that unfortunately has not been the case so far. So <laughs> I'm going to I'm, I'm in trouble here and uh, we're going to write the ship, though. Um, um, we're going to write the ship. A.J. Brown's going to score 30 points and we're going to be fine. But we're not I'm, here to I'm, talk I'm, about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to play Felton. If I have to pick one in a full PPR league only, I will play Felton um, on the on the, with the the mentality of I think if we could get into it a little bit, but OBJ or we're not going to get into it because he came back on the field. But OBJ dealt with some nagging injuries. Jarvis, if Jarvis comes off the IR, that would matter to me for Felton. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's a lot of opportunity for yeah uh, receptions. There. He said he's an explosive player. He hasn't logged really any snaps at running back. Is the it's, thing. it's receiver, it's slot receiver, yeah. and out of the backfield. So I I think I think they're going to yeah. find creative ways think- to use him. You you definitely think that um, he he moves into the backfield a little bit more. I, I think I I'm picturing like the Ernest Johnson, early down work, goal line, and Felton's in on like two minute drill. Uh, kind of basically they'll turn into James Conner and Chase Edmonds, but much, much exactly much, much less talented. Exactly, that's exactly okay. how I view it. Um, and I, I think he'll catch five balls, and it's up to him to do something with that. And I think mm-hmm. he'll get a five to six carries um max okay. uh he's not a, he's not a huge guy he's a little bit yeah. stout but i just it's, yeah i mean you gotta I mean, it, this is ugly you gotta it's, I, a, it's a tough matchup too denver's not okay. a soft defense that, yeah. that's why i i lean on you know maybe i want the guy pass catch chops um of denver can score as well but i yeah. listen it's a tough week people are going to be scratched it's, it's, it's an interesting... be, they need to play someone People it's interesting because one. typically we would have had like some indication of like what's going to happen there, but it's just such a weird situation where like it was all Chubb, all Hunt, and then their injuries like kind of came a little bit later than you'd normally hear about injuries. Like we didn't really hear about it until they started like practicing Friday. again. Yeah. yeah. And now all of a sudden like this all happened so fast and like we have no really prior usage um yep. in this context now, to help yeah. us so getting this right is going to kind of come down to a little bit of luck yeah and now and now they play on thursday it's a short week yeah. nick chubb was they didn't practice on monday teams don't practice on monday but they put out an estimated injury report for those thursday teams and nick chubb was an estimate estimated non-participant we already know cream hunts most likely an ir candidate um yeah so i yeah. i'm i'm expecting nick chubb to miss have them rest him with an extra longer week after this thursday game uh, you could play both of them in a pinch, which a lot of people are going to be in. I will play yeah. Felton in full PPR leagues. Okay. Okay. I didn't really get that sense, but you kind of talked me into it. So um, we spent a lot of time on that one because that's probably the most important injury right It'll now. Be a waiver wi- there'll be a waiver wire, guys. That's why yeah. I spent the time. Um, Gibson, uh, we'll just touch on him quickly. Uh, go get McKissick tonight. He's we're, we're, They're waiting on some MRI results. Like He's really banged up. And I'm a, I was, a, I mean, I'm big Gibson guy. I'd rather have Gibson in the second than a running back in the first, unless it's Derrick Henry now. 
you gotta update your priors. But um, okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get I'm McKissick. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna poise the question here: Is McKissick the guy to get? Ooh, because now yeah. the guy I'm looking at here is Jared Patterson out of Buffalo, who is a really talented player who just dropped in drafts because he's very small. Saying it, I believe what five yeah. seven, but the, the um, first, the, yeah, one second. The, the first go, go, machine go. learning algorithm I ran for rookies to try to predict how many points they're going to score. Like, there's like a problem with that because they don't have NFL data in college. Mm-hmm. It's like completely different environment. Like, um, but anyway, Jarrett Patterson like came out as the, the the best prospect in terms of what he did in college versus what he what what that usually translates to in in the NFL, the one caveat being he didn't have the draft capital. If he had the draft capital, like he would probably break all of the models for the best prospect of all time, but that's not how this works. There's a reason he probably slid, but I'm I'm with you. I think you, you can take a shot on getting Jarrett Patterson on the waiver wire. But if you are like, now's the time as a contender, even in dynasty, if you need you you need that extra little uh, depth piece, like JD McKissick is not going to cost you a ton right now, and he's he's going to be very solid for the rest of the year. Yep, he saw ten targets last week, caught eight of them. That's terrific volume. Um, Jared yeah. Patterson's worth a pickup if you're really tight at running back. I think you could play him. I think he's going to see early down work. I think he's going to get the goal line touches because JD McKissick is just as slight. And I think Jared Patterson yeah. runs with a little bit more gusto, but yeah. Yeah, McKissick is still the obviously McKissick is still the start. Yeah, Jared Patterson's not dead yet, but I feel like we're gonna get news tomorrow that he might need that he might need to take his body is destroyed. His body is destroyed. He desperately needs a buy or something because it kind of seems like it's these things where like he was favoring the turf toe, and then since he's favoring the turf toe, that puts extra pressure on other parts of the body that's not used to having that pressure. And you kind of see this, and normally like the remedy, it's not a forever thing, right? The remedy is like some rest. Rest. yeah. yeah, and he hasn't looked himself either. Like it's, yeah. he, he hasn't been right, and the Washington offense hasn't been. Yeah. So again, um, neither of us have medical degrees. But we, oh you know, no! We, oh no! 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 Sometimes we like to think we do. Um, let's just touch on who's going to be okay and who's going to we need to worry about just to get through this pretty quickly because we got yep. some cool stuff to talk about um, in terms of fantasy uh, scoring so far. Um, Kadarius, Tony and Baker Mayfield look on the wrong side of, uh, what I would call questionable right now, kind of trending and you might not see them for a week or two. Uh, Tyreek Hill should be fine. Um, Paris Campbell, just this, this guy can't catch a break looking like a long-term foot injury. Uh, Wright did not sound optimistic at all. Season ending is in the, is, is in the range of outcomes here with that yep. one. So that's unfortunate. Um, Dak, his calf, he's going into a bye week. He should be fine coming out of the bye. No need to worry about that. Um, and then some, I think another really important waiver news, um, is Rashad Penny is going to get an opportunity with Alex Collins banged up early this week. So, um, Penny seems to be fully healthy or as healthy as Rashad Penny can be, um, or has been in a very long time. So hopefully he can hold up and, and maybe get, I don't even like 12 to 15 carries. I think he's in line for if, if uh, Colin sits. I'm rooting for that. Uh, some, uh, some quick t- uh, caveats I'll throw in there. Um, Hill was in and out of that game. He dealt with the quad injury leading into that game. That's something to monitor. It's not something I'm going to shrug off. Um, Baker, this was a week four injury that he suffered a labral tear, tried to play through it and re-aggravated last week. So that's something that I'm seriously going to be worried about that this is, you know, their franchise guy. They might try to shut him down for a little bit. 
Um, but they have a lot of guys injured too. So he might yeah. try to tough this one out. But we'll see. Either yeah. way, he's not him. He's, he's probably not going to be himself. He's in a sling. Um, yeah. But I think you nailed the rest of them, definitely. Rashad yeah. Penny's a very interesting name right now. Yeah, thanks. Uh, added in some helpful context there for sure. I, I really, um, I'm like so optimistic with injuries. Um, so sometimes like Tyreek Hill is definitely, you got to monitor that for sure. You do. But I mean, yeah. at this point, you're still going to play him with confidence. If he's, um, if he's active, you play Tyreek Hill. Yeah, exactly. No question. Um, we're not seeing him be limited. It's when he's on the field, he's running routes and getting the ball. Um, until that changes, we'll, we'll let you know. All right, let's uh, dive into um, what I did here is I just I just basically pulled up the um, fantasy scoring. Um, you can get this fantasy data at a website called fantasydata.com for free. Um, it's sometimes helpful just to kind of look at who are the top 12, who are the QB ones, running back ones, wide receiver ones, and um, why. Uh, this helps us understand who to be drafting next year or what, what stats matter. Um, this helps us uh, understand like who's fluky and maybe identify some some sell high targets or um, even the, some buy low targets. So um, you can definitely kind of play the market a little bit with um, with with some of these guys because uh, the top twelve right now um, are producing at a rate um, a little bit higher than we're used to seeing. So we could see fantasy QB scoring actually come down a little bit. Um, just to zoom out. Um, Everybody in the top 12, aside from a few of the rushing QBs, is um, is outproducing their career average uh, touchdown percentage. So I'll highlight that in some of these um, by by at least a percent, um, which that's usually a pretty big signal that um, regression is coming. But the NFL is changing, so um, an argument can be made that the volume's there to sustain it. Um, but yeah, well, let's let's dig in a little bit. So uh, I guess I'll kick it to you first. Out of the top twelve here, Mike, yep. who surprises you the most? Uh surprises me. Yeah, Sam Donald. I mean, I think I think that was the easy one. Uh, we said top twelve, yeah. right? Let me. Yeah, definitely. I want to quickly for for our viewers who are tuning in live. I'm quickly going to share the screen. I just pulled it up. Um, and get a tab going. Um, yeah. one second. Here we go. Um, right. You can see that. Yep. I got you now. Thanks for pulling awesome. that up. I meant to do that. Yes. <laughs> All good. All right. Um, a rare mistake. We were on a roll there for a while. Rare we mistake. Not, a, not at all. Um, not a mistake at all. There are no mistakes. Um, there but no what mistakes. matters. Just happy accidents. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's gotta be Sam Darnold. I mean, listen, Sam Darnold, I am, I've been championing that man for a very long time. But even I was starting to lose a little bit of faith, um, change of scenery, traded pretty much, you know, just thrown out like garbage out of New York. And he's found his way into the top 11. And the craziest thing is how he's done it. He hasn't done it through the air. He's thrown seven touchdowns to seven interceptions. You can see it on this list. It's the lowest by a good margin with the exception of Hurts. How's he getting done is a ridiculous five rushing touchdowns. If I told you before this season that he would have the same amount of rushing touchdowns as Jalen Hurts, and three more than Lamar Jackson, you would have whopped me on the head. It's insane. It's, yeah. yeah. And maybe it's because Christian McCaffrey's been a uh, bit injured. Maybe it's the scheme. But scoring rushing touchdowns is saving Sam Darnold. He's a streaming option. He still hasn't played as well as we want him the to. The last two weeks have been bad. The last yeah, two the weeks last have been bad. Yeah. He is a sell-high candidate. If anybody is kind of still like a believer, um, 
his touchdown percentage is below league average, uh, 3.2%. League average is right around 4.6%. Yeah. Um, so he's he's not like due for touchdown regression. He should see his his uh, touchdown percentage actually increase a little bit. Um, but he also hasn't looked league average the last two weeks. So I'm a little bit worried about him. The rushing touchdowns, maybe it's a part of the scheme moving forward. But I, out of these 12, I'm with you. I think he's the most likely to to not finish the season in the top 12. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think that's yeah. going to surprise anybody. But someone may you maybe get a you may you might be able to get a little bit more than than you you will uh, for him today than you would in about three weeks is is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, that that's all on point. Um, the Robbie Anderson Robbie Anderson has not been the the focal point that we want him to be. It's just DJ Moore there, and without Christian McCaffrey, Sam Donald has really struggled. Like you yeah. said, the last two weeks has been have been bad. He hasn't had McCaffrey for either of those, and McCaffrey's not coming back for another few weeks. So maybe we see Sam Darnold as a sell high right now, and then a buy low later in the season. But mm-hmm. right now, if you really want to mix yeah. it up, there are some leagues that I mean, I, I'm in a dynasty that league that trading has been very active, and you can you can pull something like that off in, in yeah. a league like oh, that. Those but, are the fun um, ones. Yeah, and, and uh, w- one thing that I guess shouldn't have surprised me but definitely did is just like the rhetoric behind like Patrick Mahomes right now is that he's probably not having his best year but he is still like just head and shoulders above everybody else um even on like less volume he's just more efficient and he's they're they're passing the ball um a lot more he's top 5 in attempts which again that's the thing that is the best way to predict fantasy points is are you on the field for hundred percent of the team snaps and are you uh, throwing the ball a lot? So basically touchdown percentage, all these other stats I talk about, if you're throwing the ball more, you have a, more of a chance to score touchdowns, more of a chance to rack up yards for your fantasy team. So he's, he's up there with them. His touchdown percentage is 7.4%. I don't think that comes down a whole month, a whole lot. Like another, another percent is 6.8% is his career average. So he's just a freak. Like I said, league average is four point six percent. So what do you what do you think about Mahomes? Is there's there's some fluky kind of stuff going on in the games that might be the reason why they aren't winning as much, which is might might lead to us kind of underestimating what Patrick Mahomes is doing. But he's still QB one overall in fantasy. I think Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback. Um, I'm not sure if that's a controversial take nowadays because I was arguing with my roommates the other day that Patrick Mahomes was has still been a top five quarterback this season, um, and he has been. Um, he, listen, he's throwing some weird interceptions that he has not thrown before, but he's also throwing interceptions that are not his fault. Um, a lot of them are drop passes, they're tipped of the line, they're fluky stuff. Um, and the really interesting thing about Patrick Mahomes that we don't talk about enough. I mean, look at this right here. Look at those rushing numbers. He's fifth in rushing yards. That's mm-hmm. that just among quarterbacks. That's 184 rushing yards is not a bad number at this point in the season. That's pretty dang good. So what like he's gonna if he's had throwing if he's gonna lead the league in touchdowns every year, if he's gonna be top five in that selection because of just how good he is, they're gonna put the ball in his in his hands, no matter who else is on that roster. Man, imagine if he had a secondary weapon. Imagine that. Yeah, Patrick Holmes yeah. should be could be even better than what we see right now. Yeah, I, th- I don't think that or he's going to start like really like turning it on in fantasy where he's scoring forty a game. Oh, he's had oh, stretches yeah. where he's done that, but they're going to see more wins, and I think the rhetoric yes. on him is going to change a little bit. I guess like if you 
Um, I guess the way to like be like take action on that is to bet him to be MVP. But I, I think too much no, time has no, passed no, no. where <laughs> where that that ship has sailed. Um, uh, we can talk MVP numbers later. But um, yeah, moving on to Brady. I mean, I love rooting against him, um, but it's hard to here. He um, he his age could could suddenly take over at any point at at forty three. But there's no sign of that. Team is second in total air yards, just chucking it downfield. Yep. but also attempting almost a full game's worth of passes more than the second um, quarterback. He has 20, 20 something more attempts, pass attempts than the, the next highest guy, which I believe is uh, Herbert. Right. Yeah. So 21, that's almost a full game for some people. That's, that's a Kirk cousins game. So he's getting an extra Kirk cousins game of volume on top of everybody else. Right. Um, and uh so I guess the, those are the bull cases. The the bear case on Brady is that um, at six point three six touchdown percentage, um, that th- this is attempts. Or sorry, touchdowns divided by attempts. So how how often um, are you throwing the ball into the end zone and completing the pass? And for every six point three percent of Brady's passes, he's 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 hitting that mark. And his career number is five point five. So he's overperforming. But again, that team environment. He has all these weapons more so than he ever has as a career. He might sustain 6.36%, no problem. Um, are you seeing any kind of slowdown in Brady when you watch the games? None more than I saw last year. I mean, this is this is the Bruce Arians offense. Um, it's throw the ball, throw the ball, and then when you think about running it, you're going to throw it. Um, even Leonard Fournette's getting into the action, catching a bunch of passes. So Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's fine. His arm might fall off after the season. I couldn't imagine it not. But it's got to be Tom Brady. It's yeah. no, I, I I've given up. Um, but the bottom line is that he's going to be fine this season. He's going to throw for around five thousand yards. Like, yeah. it's it's going to happen. He's going to throw yeah. over forty and yards, touchdowns. Yards are something that correlates, obviously, really high with with touchdowns. So yeah. he is. And he is uh, yeah, he's throwing for a ton of yards, and that 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 percentage is probably more in line with his. Um, with his career numbers. Um, Kyler Murray is, uh, again, kind of overperforming his, his normal career averages in passing. Um, but very much in line with his normal career numbers in, in rushing the ball, which we, we were a little bit worried maybe that they would try to protect him a little bit and not have him run as much, but he's still such a weapon for them, especially in the red zone. Um, so they play at a fast pace. So you're seeing his, um, attempt numbers are, are pretty high. His touchdown percentage right now is 7.1%, which is significantly higher um, than his career average. So he's really outperforming in touchdown percentage, but he has an extra weapon in A.J. Green. He's got an extra weapon in Rondell Moore. And um, Christian Kirk is starting to break out a little bit, plus DeAndre Hopkins. So he has the weapons to have a high touchdown percentage. That might not come down much as, as much as you would expect uh, based on his career percentages. His completion yeah. percentage is also 72% right now. Just absolutely yeah. dealing. His career average is sixty-seven percent, so he is above average in that um, on his career average. But just, just an absolute freak right now. Um, what are you seeing out of Kyler Murray? No, the Cardinals are rolling. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's an MVP candidate. He's been fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly, based on how well he's played this year, and that just goes to show how fantasy shakes out. But it's crazy that he's tied with Jalen Hurts for the same amount of fantasy points. Pretty much that that that's that's wild to me, but yes, that just goes to show you how fantasy works. And and what what's regression for uh, Murray here is like he's running at three point one yards per carry. 
this is Kyler Murray is more than capable of taking his 37 carries for more than that. So I think yeah. as a world, we start seeing more explosive plays from Murray on the mm-hmm. ground. I think that's very possible. That's what he's done and his that's entire the, career. That's the thing about Murray is more likely. So Murray, Brady, and Mahomes are outperforming their career averages, right? Murray has another out in terms of if if he starts regressing back to his career average, he's got the rushing aspect of his game to help kind of push that floor back up. So that's why this, like, Murray is the most likely, out of these three, I think, to finish as a uh, QB1 overall. Um, yeah. Maybe Mahomes because he is rushing a little bit more. But Brady's not adding that rushing. Like, he like he has, he's a little bit more of a fragile prospect here. Out of these three, Tom Brady is the most likely to fall out of the top five just because he doesn't have that rushing floor. And yep. I think that's tough for people to understand. And, and let's let's we can easily transition Murray into Jalen Hurts here on the note of that. So Jalen Hurts is someone that we knew was going to be good for fantasy. Um, I don't think anyone really people call for Jalen Hurts to be a top five option, and it, I wasn't one of those people. I thought he'd do enough to get by, but it shows how important rushing yards is for a quarterback. He's yeah. taken fifty three. Wait, I'm looking at this right. Yeah, fifty three carries for three hundred yards and five touchdowns. Those are yeah. Sam Darnold numbers. Yeah, Sam Darnold numbers. Um, but the touchdown is, is very much the same. But Jalen Hurts is actually running, running and making way more efficiently. Um, and and but, yeah, being efficient with his carries. Yeah, and listen, Hurts has not looked good as a passer, and I didn't, oh, I didn't expect great. him to. He, yeah. Like this goes to show that he could have been the QB one if he was actually good as a passer. But he has not played well. That's not going to change. I don't think he's that good. But he will run. And you know, yeah. we we said it, we saw it last week. He had like seven fancy points, not even in the first half. And then he mm-hmm. came out and then dropped another twenty in the second. It's going to yeah. happen through garbage time. He's going to do what he wants. They don't have enough options for him not to be a rushing quarterback. I'm yeah, that's a scrappy fantasy team. Can be the Eagles are the it Eagles. Is. The best best way I can describe them is they're just scrappy. You know what I mean? Like scrappy. they won't surprise anybody if they went in and like beat a team like like the like like the other night when they played Tampa Bay like they got kind of crushed in that game, but it wouldn't have surprised anybody if they just like out of nowhere, like just beat Tampa Bay. So um, again, again, you're not going to see Hertz kind of light it up in the, in the passing column with the 3.8% touchdown percentage. It was even lower last year. Um, he's just not an accurate quarterback. He's not seeing the field all that well, um, which yeah. a young QB like will struggle in that regard. Um, but I hope they keep giving him a chance, man. I, th- I think he could be electric if he, if he could kind of improve a little bit, make a Josh Allen type leap, like we're talking about a really good quarterback. I really don't think he gets. They just don't. That's a shame, man. Because it seems like he's a really good guy too. I I, listen. I have nothing against Jalen Hurts the person. I just don't think he's that good of a passer. (laughs) I don't think he's going to become that. And they have two high first round picks. They have two first round picks. Period. They have all the reason in the world to make a move up and select their guy. New head coach as well. New head coach. We'll take him. We did not trade him. Yeah. Trade him to the Steelers. Trade him to the Steelers. No, we'll no, 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 no. We won't. We'll take him. We won't. Yes, we, we will. Yes, though. we will. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, let's. Uh, this. This is a. Are you ready for a hot one? Oh, my MVP of the year, Stafford. Oh, Scre- oh screaming, Stafford. screaming regression candidate. Screaming. Oh no, not in the slightest. Let's talk about but, it. Um, let's talk about it. Um, no. So the one thing is the Rams are very pass heavy in, in the red zone. Um, very much above average in, in pass rate over expectation in, 
in the but in the 20 yard line and in. So he is getting a lot of opportunities to throw touchdown, but he has an 8.0% touchdown percentage. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford is very good. His career touchdown percentage is 4.6%. Uh, he is doubling his touchdown numbers. Percentage. His career numbers were mostly with some pretty bad Detroit teams with uninspiring coaches and everything was acting against him. One could argue that he has the complete 180 opposite, like best environment you could hope for, for his skill set. So an increase in touchdown percentage is expected, but doubling it, that's, that's a little much. That's a little much. So I think you see these numbers come down a little bit. See, now I'm going to I'm gonna poke some holes in that in the sense that every year there is one to two quarterbacks that explode on the touchdown numbers, and those are MVP-type quarterbacks. I think Matt Stafford is that guy. Uh, if you look at, look at Jared Goff's best season in 2018, when he threw the rock 561 times, that's going to be less than what Matt Stafford is doing. So Jared Goff threw for 32 touchdowns. Jared Goff threw for 32 touchdowns. Matt Stafford is in touchdowns already. Wow. Is yeah, he is at 16 already. And Matt Stafford is an infinitely player better player than Jared Goff. So it is not inexplicable to me that Matt Stafford at a 12 game pace can do what Jared Goff does in a 16. So I think it's very possible that we see a 45 touchdown season out of Matt Stafford. That would be a borderline MVP. If not, if yeah. not the MVP. And that's well, in his well of outcomes. He's doing that. He looks good when he does it. He's had one down game in this real, like, and not even because he gets it done through the air with the amount of attempts. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, this is the type of stat line and the argument you made is exactly there for the postseason, for the offseason. Mm-hmm. When we look back yeah. at this and say, okay, it's not going to happen again, but I think it's happening this time right now. Yeah. They have, the teams haven't seemed to really figure out how to stop them. Um, no. I, and and not I think get it done on the sometimes, sometimes you don't really see that until, you know, they have an off season to kind of dissect what McVay was doing with Stafford. You know what and, I mean? And let me, let, and let me make this argument real quick. Cause we got to keep moving, but Matt Stafford, it just joined this team. Imagine if Matt Stafford makes a click like Tom Brady made in his year with uh, Bruce Arians. Yeah. Imagine yeah, right. if he starts understanding this offense a little bit more in week 10 and he hits a whole new level. That's entirely yeah. possible. That's, that's possible. Mike. Yeah. You talked me back into Stafford. I hope you're right. I, I have oh, a yeah. preseason I have a preseason MVP bet on him that I got it. Crazy. I've called that. Uh, Matt Matt Stafford's been my got my MVP pick. I have the receipts for that one. So sometimes it's good to, it's, it's, it's good to victory lap in, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, October. Um, Dak (laughs) is kind of doing exactly what we would expect on the volume. The disappointing thing about Dak is that the volume is less than we thought it was going to be. They're a pretty run heavy team right now because it's working. And everybody anchored their um, preseason takes that Dallas was going to pass the heck out of the ball into the Tampa Bay game. And what we've seen is that nobody runs on Tampa Bay. So because we have what, what we overweight the first thing we see in the season, literally the first thing we see, we think, no, the Cowboys are supposed to be pass heavy. That's just yep. not the, the identity of the Cowboys this season. It could change, no, yeah. but I don't see why because they have two really good running backs in Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. They wanted to get Tony Pollard involved, and they've done it. But it's 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 it's, 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 ah, it's as simple as that. They wanted to make that change, and Tony Tony Pollard's the difference. He wasn't involved as much last year. He's involved this year, and they've lost ten attempts as a result. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what we're, uh, what we're hoping is that, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe that defense is also a lot better with Trayvon Diggs just intercepting everything. Um, but we saw what could happen when the defense maybe gets a little tired in that, uh, that wild ending to, uh, to their game. What, what was going on there? The Patriots Dallas game. Um, well, Trevon Diggs got an interception and then he got toasted, but also the safety wasn't helping on that infamous play that everyone's calling him out for. He's Trevon Diggs is very similar to Marcus Peters where he's going to make plays. Yeah. He's going to get burnt, but making plays as a cornerback is infinitely more valuable than getting burnt. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a, a lot of coaches actually take that mindset. Like they'd rather have three superstars than like 10 average guys, you know what I mean? Like if the rest of your defense is trash, like you need one or two guys like a, that, that can just make a play and yeah. um, your defense could be terrible, but if it makes a play, like that matters way more than, than um, to coaches than, than just being yeah. a guy out there. And for, and for the Cowboys, a final note, they are entering their buy, which is why we're hopeful that Dak Prescott can get his calf right. But Mike Gallup also becomes a IR candidate to return. We've been missing Mike Gallup for, you know, a few weeks now. He is eligible to return in week eight. He could start practicing week eight. My, uh, McCarthy is reportedly hopeful that he's back there. And Mac, Mike Gallup, while he might not be a stellar fantasy option, we could see he was very involved early on. Um, mm-hmm. He's a good player. At the very yeah. least, he's going to help Dak. Like Cedric Wilson, while he's been playing a little bit better than people might have hoped or expected, uh, Michael Gallup is a very talented player they get back. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I, I guess if you're kind of waiting on Dak to start really getting into like elite QB territory, like top three, like you need them to pass it more. And there could be some reasons why maybe schedule, uh, maybe the coming out of the bye, they, they kind of change their identity a little bit. But um, if you're wondering why Josh Allen is so low um, at QB nine, uh, he's played one less game. So uh, don't worry. He's uh, he's crushing. Um, and, uh, yeah, we already talked about Sam Darnold, but, um, do you want to take a, a quick look at running backs? Do you think we can, we can squeeze that in or, or do you want to, do you want to save is, that for next week? It is getting close to game time in terms of, we got yeah. that football coming up. I don't know if we'll be able to do running backs justice. Um, All right, I, let's, we uh, let's we save that for next week. We'll definitely take yeah. a look at running backs next week. Um, but can we talk about, I think we can dive into this game a little bit more. Can we talk about how important this game is to our preseason, our preseason takes. What were our preseason takes? Basically the market in general, <laughs> valuing Stefan Diggs as an elite wide receiver oh, one overall prospect. Like Stefan Diggs was, was entering that elite tier and we have not seen that from him this year. He has and not that, kept pace why. with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He has not kept pace with Devontae Adams. Like we thought that he could in this new team environment after an off season where he could actually get chemistry with Josh Allen. What is going on? Why are we throwing the ball to Emmanuel Sanders? He's 900 years old. Listen, they're winning the game. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. What's what's happening really is the no show that the Buffalo offense was outside of Diggs last year has not happened. Cole Beasley is still getting his normal Cole Beasley workload. That isn't Buffalo related. Uh, Dawson Knox is stepping up in the touchdown department. Those are removing Diggs's huge games, and now they're just meh. Now they're just wide receiver three flexes. And while Gabriel Davis hasn't made that step, Emmanuel Sanders is back to the limelight. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure what time machine he got in, but all of a sudden, Josh Allen loves targeting stuff on Diggs. But 
this is th- th- you're right. This is listen. I, I give my I give my minute rant. I'm gonna get the timer going. Let's get this thing on. Stopwatch go. One minute. Okay. Stefan Diggs, like you just said, this is the week. This has to happen this week. This is the blow up. This is my superstar captain DFS play. He's going mm-hmm. against Tennessee, which has been a travesty as a defense. They rank 25th in past DVOA on the season. They've been exposed all year. And the good thing for Diggs is that the Titans can put up a fight this week. They're a bit healthy now. They haven't had AJ Brown and Julio Jones at full health. They're they're both on the field. Derrick Henry still Derrick Henry. And this is this is a very good opportunity for this to be a good shootout. Um, I don't think that Derrick Henry's gonna run as well he as he normally wants to, but I do think that Diggs is gonna have a huge day with huge volume and a touchdown to boot. So I think that's I think he's a great play. And I also am expecting I, I also am calling for a bit of a bounce back for Julio. This has been a oh, really Julio. We don't people need People forgot about need, Julio. People don't care about Julio. We need but, A.J. Brown way more than we need Julio. You, Julio Dynasty was discounted. A.J. Brown was a second-round pick, and it's basically sinking every beautiful zero RB team I have. I, I um, can't give you what and you Calvin want. I, 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 don't, I don't throw the ball. If I was Ryan Tannehill, I'd simply make everyone great. But you're in charge but, of the rant, which we'll, we'll say you're probably okay, 500 on listen. rant, guys. That's solid. That puts now, you in the I, Hall of Fame if this is baseball. Listen, good thing it's not baseball. But AJ Brown, I, I, I'm not worried about the illness. I'm not I, that that whole thing seems like it was just a little scare little that Mike Vrabel just thought a little would tummy ache. Just a little tummy ache. I, I think Mike, Mike Vrabel just did it to try to be clever. But yeah, I, I, got I, that I think Julio Jones. I, 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 <laughs> I think I don't know if Tredavious White follows this game. I don't think he will. I think he'll just take whatever big big receivers on one side. And one of them is yeah. going to catch a long touchdown because this Buffalo defense okay. is beatable. The that. defensive front, have, ha, yeah, it's going to be a fun game. I really think this is going to be a good shootout. I think the Titans are going to be a better team on offense than they have been. I think they're finally equipped with their full offense. I think the Bills are a very good team that are potentially the best team in the AFC. Um, and I think we're going to have a lot of fantasy producers all around. What's interesting is. Like I, I could say that Julio Jones is gonna have a bounce back. I think Julio Jones will have a bounce back, but it, I think everyone in this, I think everyone in this game is playable. Okay. I think every okay. single player of any relevance, I would line out there pretty confidently. Okay, that's good because again, both of these teams have kind of been like obviously Derrick Henry, absolute, hop in the rocket ship, we're going to Mars explosion yep. this season, which I don't think slows down. A little sneak peek for what, uh, what we're going to talk about next week is we'll take a look at those running backs. Um, but Josh Allen, Diggs, AJB, run it back for 30. Everybody's happy. Everybody's satisfied. It was a lot of fun last week. Um, I wasn't on the wrong side of this. This is why. Just having a team just absolutely go nuts on a Monday and completely flip some, like, 1% matchups, you know? So let's hope for that. We'll oh, see you next oh. week where we, we dive let, into let me, oh, You want to talk about quickly that? Quickly a send-off. Quickly okay, a send-off. Okay. I started this week with a 99% chance of winning in my Dynasty League. Then Nick Chubb went down. Then Terry McLaurin got a little oh. hamstring scare. Then Mike yeah, Williams got whatever scare. So all of a sudden, that 98% thing flipped to 8 I was an 8% underdog. And then C.D. Lamb and Najee Harris clawed me back into this oh. game. And I need Josh I mean, Allen to drop 17 tonight. That's imagine 17. having a dynasty team this, with C.D. Lamb and Najee Harris. That's awesome. That is this an awesome team, 
core. My team, yeah, my team is five and zero. First place, most points for, averaging like one fifty a week. I'm Ooh. going against the zero and five team of a kid that I can say on this podcast is a complete annoying bleep, and it's oh, just okay. It's, it's he's annoying as heck. So I need to win this game. He's zero and five. It's if I lose to him, it's 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 game over for me. It's 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 okay. I I I retire everything I have. Oh my gosh! All right, so well, seventeen luck. points, seventeen definitely, points for Josh Allen. We'll definitely have to check in. Uh, I'll be <laughs> I'll be tracking uh, Josh Allen's points very carefully. Um, but yeah, let's send this off. Uh, next week we'll talk running backs and who belongs in the top twelve and who uh, may may see some regression. Um, I thought this was a, a good little exercise, but um, but yeah, I. Uh, you can find us at for fantasy sake qc.com. Uh, we're writing a waiver wire column coming tomorrow. Um, and you can see a lot of other great content there. Um, you can find me on Twitter at run underscore the underscore Sims. And you can find my buddy Michael here at Michael underscore underscore Sicoli. Uh, good luck out there, folks. Uh, go win all the money later. And everyone go to run the Sims and congratulate this man on being an engaged man. I will be very disappointed if you don't. God. Okay, enjoy, enjoy my night football. Let's go. All right, later, guys.